Ready to transform you in the I hate a storm Hell Mary's I make it poor Good I ain't lying You little giants We been defying Rising What's the cost? Be the boss Breaking down the walls We all lean Once the coin guitars Got the kind of action Never acting No need to scramble To get traction We make it happen From three fours to four three The founder of Slapdick Podcast Slapdick uh, Whiskey Slapdick Cigars And the author of uh, Hate Me Now Love Me Later Ladies and gentlemen Coach Jason Brown Straight No chaser Real raw and uncut Coach Every time you come on I laugh I learn something And then I fear That somebody's going to be incredibly pissed off with what you said all around hustler make no mistake about it i've done this a long time try to eliminate this soft society we have there's legends hate me now love me later like my book says this was presented by slapdick whiskey hey, hell yeah hey, slapdick yeah. whiskey's good so are the stogies some real thought real good flavor on these things and the burn is excellent beautiful burn okay Sir, thick whiskey, slap thick cigars. Be true to yourself and see if, if if some shit changes for the for the worse or for the better. They asked me to do a podcast. They said let's call it the Slap Thick Podcast. Indeed, indeed. What up? What up? What up? Slap Thick Podcast, Merciless Monday, YouTube. Everybody in the house. I appreciate everybody coming in. Brad, Joe, Lucy, Devin, Devo, Jay. What up? Here on this uh, Merciless Monday on the Slapdick Podcast. Gabe's in the house on the West Coast, 5 p.m., new start time. We're going to try it out this week, see what it does, what it is. We'll see how it goes. Um, If it's shitty, we'll go back, but trying to give everybody a fair shake at this. And uh, appreciate everybody coming on in, join in, become a member today, subscribe, hit the bell notification, like button. And let's get it cracking here on this Merciless Monday. I don't give zero fucks, as my glass indicates right there. Fuck. Salute, gold mouth dog, everybody in the house. Alan's in the house, 8 p.m. on the East Coast, so I know cats on the East Coast is in the house. We'll see where the West Coast cats are and everybody in between. So I appreciate everybody coming in. Uh, This uh, edition of the Slap Take Podcast is brought to you by (laughs) BetOnline.ag. Uh, make sure uh, you guys go on over to betonline.ag as March Madness is heating up. Sweet 16 has started up, and uh, it's that time of the year. NBA is getting ready to go. If you're looking to wager this year, BetOnline is the number one spot for all your updated odds and uh, long information. Great contests, bracket contests, where you have a chance to get the top prize. Go to betonline.ag, use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, Tell them the Slapdick sent you. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. BetOnline, where the game starts. Go check it out. We got a no mercy type of fucking Monday. Um, We got it going on today. We're ready to get it going. Appreciate everybody coming on in. We're at 5 p.m. Pacific. Right on the dot, 8 p.m. Eastern, right on the dot. So hopefully we'll see what happens, both audio and visual here on YouTube. Uh, Maybe the audio side, truckers across the nation, across the world can listen in as they go to work. Um, Or, shit, 
maybe the visual side. We'll see what happens. Um, it's a new time for us, so we'll new time slot. We're going to check it out and see. Maybe it's less competition. Maybe we can grow the station. Um, but it seems like the usual suspects are here on YouTube. So we'll see what happens. We'll see where it goes. Um, lots of di- un- lots of discuss lots of discuss today. All right. Um, let me give you the quote of the day, though. Got to start you off right. My quote of the day is a real fucking simple one, man. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, the realest folks don't have many friends. Boom. That's my quote of the day. The realest folks don't have many friends. And that's just as cut and dried as it can get. Um, simply, simply, simply put, um, the realest motherfuckers just don't have many friends. Hey, man, I got a lot of fucking acquaintances and people I know. And the the truth of the matter is, though, how many people do you know compared to how many people know you? That's the difference. See, a lot of people don't realize there's a real difference. How many people know you? (laughs) Um, I I don't give a fuck how many people I know. I I don't really want to know anyone. How many people know me? And then from that fucking selective group, how many people do I call a friend? See, that's where people get fucked up, and that's what they don't understand. But, you know, it is what it is. Um... Let's get to the Contrary to Belief segment brought to you by BetOnline.ag. A lot of cats don't know the difference between this white-collar and blue-collar terminology that I break down every damn week, uh, weekday, um, starting with Merciless Monday. Banging versus banging, all right? Damn, she's banging. That means she's fire. She's lit. She look good. She bomb. She's sexy. She's fucking whatever you want to call it. Banging versus banging. And then you got... Like, who banging? Then you got gang banging. You got motherfuckers that's banging on the football field. There's so many different words and terminology and different ways we use these words. I just want the common folk out there, the, you know, the white folks and the, the common people. Um, I want you guys to know the difference between those two words right there and how you really use them. All right. Um. Beef versus animosity. See, I never heard of white guys, a lot of white guys or, or people growing up in affluent neighborhoods say beef. I got animosity versus him. <laughs> I got animosity. Motherfucker, it's called beef. Don't have no fucking beef with my ass. All right. A lot of you guys, I don't know if you grew up in, like I did, but biter, you were a biter. That was when I was young. You were a biter. Remember that? Um, you bit all my fucking sayings. You bit my style. You bit my swag. You were a biter. Versus cop. That motherfucker copped my swag. He copped my lingo. There's two different words right there that are used in similar fashions. It depends on where you grew up and what area you grew up. Um, yeah, I haven't heard biter in years. Chill versus relax. Yo, 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 chill. We still use it today. We still use it today. Versus relax. Come on, guys, relax. Relax, guys. There's no reason for any hostile issues. (laughs) Um, 
Baller versus baller. There is a huge difference. Baller er versus baller. Now, how many times, how many ways do you use these two? Baller, okay, baller. Um, he could hoop. He could play football. He's just a straight-up baller. That motherfucker gets it done. He can ball at anything and gets it done. He's legit. Then you got baller. Baller could be a motherfucker that got cheese, cheddar, cash, money, whatever you guys call it, bread. Or he just is like, he's a true baller, and he's walking around, and he got whips, chips, Chains and whips, girls, broads, whatever you want to call them, and he calls himself a baller. What is? What are you? If you're from the hood and Ebonics, what is you? <laughs> and who learned you to spoke, motherfucker? That is what some of you motherfuckers need to come to the realization of. Who learned you to spoke? A lot of you motherfuckers in here can't even type. One motherfucker who ain't a member just asked me. He said, couch. And I said, damn, let me read that motherfucker. He meant to say coach. He spelt couch around this motherfucker. He said, couch. Why don't you ever talk about the bills? And the bills were lowercased. Well, first of all, motherfucker, my name is coach, not couch. Second of all, motherfucker, the bills are a fucking name. So they needs to be capitalized, motherfucker. So now I got to teach fucking English class once again, and your motherfucking ass ain't a fucking member. So stop being fucking you slap, slap dick. Pretty Why much. you call me slap dick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> fucking couch. Hey, couch, why you don't talk about the bills? The bills, like I'm paying a bill, motherfucker. I was like, damn, let me read this again. Because uh, am I paying your bills, motherfucker? Or what am I talking about? The bills, the Buffalo Bills, motherfucker, with a capital B? Um, anyway, lots to discuss, man. It's going to be a good show. I don't know who's going to be in and who's going to stick around, but I don't know. I'm going to fucking go all in. I'm going to do it for a week, see if it does anything. If not, we'll go back to the earlier time. But I got to try it out to make it even for every single person. Um, Phil Mickelson won't compete in the Masters this year. I'm telling you right now, man, this cat is struggling. I'm looking to get Pat Perez on this week. I got a special guest coming on tomorrow as well. Um, So make sure you guys tune in. We got a special, special guest tomorrow. A lot of you guys will know who he is. Um, Some of you may not, but a lot of you will. Um... Phil Mickelson won't compete in the Masters. I'm going to hopefully ask Pat Perez about that. Um, We'll talk to him. Um, Also have another special guest coming in very shortly who's a very, 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 very popular woman. And uh, we'll see uh, what you think about her. And I'm not sure on the day yet, but she is. uh, We have discussed, we have had conversations. Very, very popular human being. Um. You know me, I'm, a, I'm not bringing on just regular motherfuckers. I'm bringing on motherfuckers that you may know. But I'm bringing on motherfuckers that are controversial in some type of way. Whether, to me, uh, it's close to Pinky, Isaac. <laughs> good, good guess, though. <laughs> good fucking guess. Um, she's probably more popular than Pinky. Uh, she actually is more popular than Pinky. Um, why won't Phil Mickelson compete 
He hasn't played in months. Mark my words, I'm telling you right now on the Slapdick Podcast that this guy could be a guy who fucking claims mental health very, very quickly or commits some type of bodily harm, suicide. I don't know. But he is struggling, dog. I'm telling you right now. Motherfucker owes people money. That motherfucker got shit all going all sideways. He's trying to fucking get out of out of the way of uh, the fucking uh, Saudis chasing the motherfucker. He got all kinds of sh- problems. So I don't know what's going on, but he is not going to play in the Masters. Just came out. He is not going to play in the Masters tournament. And you know, if you're not going to play in the Masters and you have no fucking injuries and you're not hurt, something's definitely wrong with your ass. So I don't know what's going on, but Phil has major fucking issues and uh you heard it here first what they might be i don't know but we'll see if we could ask pat perez soon i'm sure he's answered enough of those questions i i try to keep it real and not talk about his profession and other people's shit but we're going to talk to him um so pick it i don't know if you heard this put this shit in front of me this mic uh pick it Hand size increased. Did you hear this? It increased, y'all, by one-eighth of an inch. (laughs) I got to be real here. So he came in through at a pro day in Pittsburgh, and this motherfucker's hands grew by an eighth of an inch since they were measured at the combine. What is he, fucking 12, Brad? Did his dick grow too, Lucy? <laughs> did this motherfucker's dick grow? How the fuck did his hands grow an eighth of an inch? I got to be honest, man. Some motherfuckers say some crazy shit. This motherfucker's 23, 24 years old, okay? This motherfucker's hands aren't still growing. Our feet aren't still growing. 19 years old for men, maybe you, you're you done. Okay, it's not a genetically fucking gifted freak of nature here. This motherfucker woke up with a three-inch dick. Now he's got an eight-inch dick. <laughs> Motherfucker's like, oh, shit. By the way, can you measure my dick? My hand grew, so I want to see if my dick grew. Does the NFL measure for that shit? They should. Shit, they don't, they don't check nuts and guts anymore, I'll tell you that. They sure evaluate every fucking else, everything else. Um, helicopter ride goes completely wrong here. Okay, I gotta be honest. Have you guys seen this fucking helicopter ride that I posted the other day? Um, it was interesting to say the least. Um, oops, shit, my bad. Um, I want you to see this helicopter ride, man, because it was fucking comical. You got to see this if you haven't seen it already. Um, let's see. Just take a look at this. What kind of helicopter is this anyway? <laughs> that motherfucker put his hand out. Everybody okay? 
Like, is that good, window good, good, open good. on the left? Right, cool. Watch prop. There's no Jump way. Just wait. Yeah. Well, hold on. Stay where you are. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wait, wait till stuff gets switch moving. You yep. good? I'm good. Okay. Y'all good? Yes, yep. sir. I'm good. Perfect. Sorry about that, boys. Sorry about that, boys. Nothing major. We just crashed our fucking helicopter. No fucking problem. That motherfucker was like 21 years old flying that thing. Had to be. He wasn't very old. And he was like, ah, fuck it. Hey, be cool. We're good. <laughs> I can't believe I saw that shit. I said, what kind of fucking helicopter is that? So you're telling me that that fucking helicopter right there avoided any issues. And Kobe Bryant's fucking helicopter, who's worth millions of dollars, couldn't pass through Calabasas outside of L.A., Los Angeles, where the biggest, the best meteorologists are in the world. You've got to be shitting me. I don't get it, man. Um, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't understand how shit works in this world. I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't know why it is fucked up, but it is, and we got to live with it. Um, don't know why. I really don't. Um. Alan, this was comical. Have you guys seen this? <laughs> Coach, oh man. Ed is not fucking around. Ed was not fucking happy. Some young punk kids, this is the generation we live in. And uh, these kids are talking shit and. Uh, Ed wasn't fucking with him very much. Uh, he was ready to knock one of them motherfuckers out. But that's the bitch-ass generation we're in right there. Those kids. Nah, I didn't see I didn't see why he got like that, Alan. Did you? Um, I did not see that. Um, but I'm not, I'm not surprised. Uh, somebody, Jay, and Jay is in here, Jay Henry, and he sent me a tweet, and it's someone talked about LeBron and AD would kill Kobe and Shaq. Um, yeah, David, that's what they say. But I live right in, I, I was there. I was actually right in Calabasas, like not too far away from the helicopter crash, literally 20 minutes. My cousin's chiropractic office is right in Calabasas. Uh, I know right where he crashed. Th there was nothing but blue sky to the left and the right. I, it's just ironic that clouds set right in that fucking hole in Calabasas. It's very, very interesting, um, disturbing situation. Because it was a clear day that day, by the way. Um, yeah, I'm actually from California. I'm actually from this area. <laughs> Motherfucker, act like I don't, I don't know the fucking area. So, by the way... Shaq would literally take AD's nuts and heart and shove them up his own ass. Kobe would mind fuck LeBron and talk so much shit that he would fucking they would they would be totally out of their game. And 
AD would back down. What's AD going to do? Shoot jumpers? Because he ain't going to the post. What's LeBron going to do? Try to back Kobe down, maybe? Kobe do both, dog. He's going to pop your ass. They'll play a two-man pick and roll. Dog, it wouldn't even be fucking close. The game would be over in a fucking five minutes. I'm just telling you. You want to play to 11, or what are they playing to, 21? Um, yeah, I don't know. Baker Mayfield. You're running out of teams, motherfucker. I'm just throwing that out there. Baker, you're running out of teams, where are you going? <laughs> All right, I gotta be honest. I gotta, I gotta ask a question before I talk about the poll question, uh, real quick. I've been looking at all these big time houses lately. I don't know if you've noticed uh, or seen, but there's all these big time houses. All right, that I've been looking at. I subscribe to this guy on YouTube. And he shows a bunch of big time it's, houses. It's difficult to stage a house like this. I want you to see this way. house. I'm gonna it's go called the one. Check out All right. This of course, I get an ad. It's called the one. The house is called the one, and it is right here in in Bel Bel Air, L.A. And it is the single most expensive house in the world. All right, single most expensive house in the world. It literally took this guy, it's four miles to walk it. It's just one house. It's worth $500 million. It's a $500 million house, and they went bankrupt on it. And the moral of the story is the owner of, like, this house is ridiculous. I watched it for an hour last night. Yeah, this house is called The One. Dog, to me, it's not even appealing. It's an airport or a mall. Like, this motherfucker is the, a mall. It's not, even cl- it's not even funny. Like, the house is not appealing to me because I love great, nice, big houses and shit. But it's not appealing to me. It's like a mall. There's a full-on club in here, right? I've seen cl- houses with clubs, but this club's in this house is literally the size of a real club. Um... There's an art gallery in the motherfucker. There's a there's like 10 pools, like four indoor pools, like five outdoor pools. I, I just have to be honest, like I, I, I laughed so hard when I read some comments on this. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, this house, this house is perfect for a fucking family of a hundred. Who all are 20 feet Neanderthals. Because these motherfuckers have to be 20 feet tall to live here. And you have to at least have 100 people. You would never see your significant other in this house. You could play hide and go seek and get lost in that motherfucker. First of all, I would never live in that house because... There's no way that I would be comfortable living in my bedroom and knowing four miles away in my house, four miles away in my own house, somebody could be in that motherfucker, right? Like, I I, I get it, dog, but holy fuck, homie. Like, you got to be shitting me. Like, you could be in my house. (laughs) Like, you could be chilling in my house. I would never know. 
Look at that, dog. That's a that is a fucking airport. Like, let's keep it one hundred. That is an airport. You have to have a complete staff working there. Like he has a there's a there's a uh, they call it the master suite. It's not a fucking bedroom. It's not the master bedroom. It is a master suite. It is like a hotel room, and it strictly has a bar, a full-on bedroom that has a guest bedroom inside the bedroom. It's it just, they did dumb shit. It's just extra shit. Like, I, I, I don't know, dog. Look at that. Look at that shit. It looks like a mall. Like, I, who wants to live in that motherfucker? I, I want some rugs or some type of fucking... I don't know. Anyway, it just sold at auction. I don't know if you've heard the story. You should Google this house. It's called The One. It's the largest home. It's the most expensive home. They lost their fucking ass. Um, look at this fucking... Look at this garage. I want you to look at this garage. <laughs> That's a garage at the fucking mall. That is your garage. So I got to be honest, this home went to auction and the 40-year-old owner of Fashion Nova bought it. The owner of Fashion Nova bought this home for a hundred and I think 41 million. First of all, it started off as a $500 million home. Then it jumped. That's the electronics for the house, by the way, right there. Your lights, all that. Um, five hundred million. It went to three eighty nine. They were asking three eighty nine. Then it went to two eighty nine. Two hundred eighty nine million. Look at this indoor pool and an indoor. Like I don't want to be in a pool and have lounges and be under ceiling. I don't want to be in under a roof. I get it and all that shit. Like, you got the options, but look at this shit, dude. This shit is like, like, yeah, it looks cute. I'm going to be honest with you. If I had the investors and the money, I would have went in and told some people, let's go buy this motherfucker. I would have turned this home into a straight-up club. Real shit. I would have turned it into a club that you rent out, and I would have did a seven-day-a-week club scene like you just got straight you know do playmate playboy money fucking night you do a gay parade night gay pride night you do a fucking you know gay pride would kill this you know what i'm saying then you do a big girl club oh you imagine the big girl club at this motherfucker you do the big girl club and then you do a fucking like a uh, transgender night. You know what I'm saying? Liam Thomas can come swim in all the pools in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So look, Liam Thomas can go fucking from pool to pool in that motherfucker. And I I would make money renting that place more than it would cost. So they, they made money. I'm just going to be honest with you. Uh, you can make money. But this guy won. The owner of... Uh, of uh, Fucking uh, whatever the fuck I just said. That motherfucker made a killing because he could sell this house now probably. But I'm just being honest though. <laughs> Fashion Nova, that motherfucker must be worth some cheese. Apparently they do over a billion dollars a year in sales. Um, 
I just wanted you to see this house, dog. It, it, it's kind of the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I'm not impressed with the house at all. It's impressive as a as somebody really built that motherfucker. It's impressive for that. Um, but it's not impressive. Like I wouldn't live in there. I'm I'm with Lucy on that. I saw I saw uh, Lucy Fashion Nova, dog. Is this motherfucker that made clothes for women that are cheap? And they're like skanky. I don't know if they're skanky, but what are they, Lucy? I guess you can explain it better than me. Fashion Nova is like, uh, I guess it's like, you know, they wear the, you know, they make the tight pants for girls. They make girls shit to wear out. It's, it's real cheap. And they're, I guess they're selling it like crazy. This motherfucker's. Hey, there's a wine room there. They said it costs five grand a month just for the, con, the temperature control in the wine cellar. Just in the wine cellar. So. How about this, though? How much do you think the furniture would cost to fucking furnish that motherfucker? Guess what they told me? Or they, told, they said on the thing, at least 10 to $12 million to furnish that home. Come on, homie. I guess whoever fucking needs, whoever... Has the they said ten to twelve million, Joey, to furnish that home. Um, yeah, I don't get it, dog. I, I don't get it. Um, yeah, you're not gonna pay it off, TJ. Like whoever bought that house, they bought it out. Like the guy from uh, Fashion Nova already has two LA homes. He's from LA. He has a seventeen million dollar home in Malibu, and he has like a twenty million dollar home in LA, Hollywood Hills. So he just bought that for $141 million. <laughs> So he bought it cash money, guarantee you, dog. Fashion Nova, his, he's the owner of it. Yeah, I don't get it either. Um, I, I don't get why you're not a member either, Joey, but I don't say shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, poll question. I, I like fucking with Joey. Uh, I got a good poll question. I got to ask you guys, especially you coaches in the building. Um, I got to ask you. Do you guys believe that recruiting is a science or an art? Is recruiting a science or an art? Like, I got to be honest. Um, I'm going to get into it later on, but I've heard nothing but people talk about Recruiting is an art. I've been hearing it all day on weekend on March Madness. See, to me, an art is a luck of a draw. You're lucky. See, Alan thinks it's an art. See, I don't think it's an art. See, I, I agree with Alan on the art part as far as being like you have to understand how to finagle and massage it in the artistic way. But in my opinion, it is a science because when you've done it for as long as I have, you start to see trends. And not that I'm a stat guy and not that I'm a data guy, but I believe that it is some very, very uh, hard realities to it that is not an art. It's a fucking science. And the uh, let me ask you this, Alan. Uh, this is a good question. Is recruiting, I mean, is evaluation of character a science or an art? If I evaluate your character, is that a science or an art? Um, 
I believe it is a science, a study of people and knowing in your gut, knowing in your gut. Remember, I'm using gut. Um, I'm using my gut, man. What what one is about? What 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 motivates um, that person or human? What motivates that one human? Um, and what are their motives? See, I don't believe an art can tell you that. What are their motives? And what motivates them? Um, see, I'm a lot of you guys think it's art. Hey, shout out to you, man. I, I think it's a science. That's just my personal opinion doing this this long. Um, because you can't guess on a motherfucker having self-motivation. So if I'm evaluating your character, well, they're exactly Zach Moore. What is the difference between evaluating character and recruiting? I'm recruiting you. The definition of recruitment is what? To attain more of. If I'm, retain, if I'm attaining more of something, I definitely don't want more shitbirds, more cancerous apples in my fucking, because one bad apple ruined the whole batch. So I just want to make sure, I just wanted to bring it up. It's good conversation. And, you know, you can't self-motivate uh, somebody. I'm just being honest. They got to have self-motivation or you're fucked. Um, there is no art in that, in my opinion. I call art guessing. I call science the truth. I mix that in with the it factor, and that's how I evaluate recruiting. Um, so that's my that's what I think. James Harden, I got to talk about real quick before I get to my uh, hot takes. Very interesting topic here today. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. I appreciate everybody here in the show. We got over 100 people here. We're changed the time, so it might take some time to get adjusted to. I'll give it a try this week, and you guys let me know if it's too hard to do or if it's better. Um, and then I'll get a census of everybody else. Um, James Harden is the same guy everywhere he goes. Is he not? James Harden is literally the same motherfucker everywhere he goes. Why has James Harden got the ball at the end of the game and not give it up to fucking Embiid? Why? Why? Let Embiid have the last shot. James Harden is horrible at the last shot. I think James Harden is one of the most overrated motherfuckers. And I think he's horrible. I don't know why motherfuckers keep trading for him. He's about one thing, and that's himself. He dribbles with his eyes down, one-on-one. He's trying to beat the one-on-one opponent. He don't give a fuck about nothing else. He's fucking horrible at the end of ball games. He's horrible in the clutch. And he goes 0-4 from the best thing he does, three-point shooting, in the clutch. He's shitty. I don't know why we keep trading for the motherfucker. I really don't. He is worthless. Um, quit giving this motherfucker what he wants. He'd rather party and hang out with his homies and rappers and shit than win a fucking title. That's just my observation. This will be exactly, Mark C. That's what I'm saying. Um, this is a guy who went to my high school, by the way. <laughs> but generations change. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
Have you heard of Reka Gaiorgo? I don't know her last name. I think it's Gaiorgo. Gaiorgo. Um, she is a swimmer, I believe, from Boston College. She came or Virginia Tech. She's a swimmer from Virginia Tech. She came out and posted a private Instagram message uh, after missing the cut on Thursday to compete for the finals of the 500 free at the NCAA championship swimming match. All right. Fox news reported it. It, it, This lady said it doesn't promote our sport in a good way. And I think it is disrespectful against the biologically female swimmers who are competing in the NCAA guy. Orgel said of the rule that has received all this national publicity, um, and considerable scrutiny since Thomas has smashed records in her first season competing at the collegiate level as a transgender swimmer. Guy Orgo also placed blame on Thomas for her failure to qualify. So this girl didn't qualify. Now, it's hard to talk about because we all know it's fucked up in my opinion. But... I got to be honest, like this girl's coming out now. I'm glad kudos to her for coming out and saying this because where is all the other girls? Where is all the fucking other girls, dog? I'm curious. Where is fucking um, what's her what's her name? Uh, Mina Kimes. Where's fucking Rapino? Where's fucking Morgan? Where's all these motherfucking pro women advocate? Lesbians, by the way, by the way, Morgan Rapino, they're lesbians and shit. Why aren't they coming out using their platform to say this shit ain't right? I don't give a fuck what I am. Um, ironically, though, Leah Thomas finished last this weekend. Have you heard that? Did you hear that she finished last in the 100-yard freestyle at the NCAA tra- championships? Ironically, I say, because it's a slap in the face at this point, ain't it? Holy fuck. Holy fuck. You know damn well he didn't qualify on purpose. Come on, dog. He did not qualify on purpose, people, because all the scrutiny and the heat was coming down. That motherfucker laid down on purpose. So, come on, let's keep it all the way funky. He he did not get it done. I I didn't mean Alex Morgan. Um, I'm gonna get into Alex Morgan. I was talking about Rapino and her uh, girl. Alex Morgan, I know, is married to uh, what's his name. Um, much love to Alex Morgan, but she she posted a tweet today. I'm gonna I'm gonna discuss here in a minute. Um. But come here, bottom. Um, she didn't qualify for the hundred. By the way, she beats women by fucking ten lengths. But all of a sudden, she can't win. Randy Gregory blasts the Cowboys, saying the team's toxic fan base and bad bad faith owners um, is the reason he didn't resign. Now you got to be an ultimate shitbird, in my opinion. If you got to be a shitbird 
to come out and blast a team who kept your bitch ass for four years after you were fucking arrested three times, four times, suspended for 54 fucking games. You missed 54 games and the Cowboys kept your bitch ass, homie. I wish that motherfucker would come on the show and talk that shit to my ass because he's a bitch. And that motherfucker has no loyalty, and he's the reason these kids are in there in the transfer portal every fucking five minutes and have no fucking loyalty whatsoever. It's because of Randy Gregory-type motherfuckers. And you heard it here first. That motherfucker's a bitch. I don't give a fuck about chasing the bag and all that old bullshit that you motherfuckers going to say. Randy Gregory's a bitch. He fucking now is talking shit about the Cowboys. Motherfucker, they kept you alive. They kept your money going, motherfucker. They kept you paid. You ain't struggling, homie, unless you crackheaded it off like Delonte West or some shit. I don't know. But I don't know. Has anyone heard about Charlie Moore? He plays hoops for Miami. They just beat Auburn. Hey! They just beat Auburn. Charlie Moore, he's a player that plays at Auburn. I don't know if you heard about this guy, Allen or TJ. This motherfucker has transferred. I'm going to tell you right now. He's played over 150 fucking college games for different fucking universities. He plays now for Miami. His name's Charlie Moore. He started in 2016-17 at Cal, Berkeley. Okay? He played 38 games. He then transferred to Kansas. Yeah, Alex, where else did he play? (laughs) He transferred to Kansas in 2017. He played there two years. I'm trying to do the math here. Then he said, fuck it, I'll transfer to DePaul. So I'm going to go to DePaul now and play from 19 to 21. Alan, I'm trying to do the math here, homie. So he started in 16. He transferred to Kansas in 17. He played a year. He played 16 to 17 at Cal He played 17, 18, and 19. That's really three fucking seasons, right? He played three seasons at Kansas. Two complete years, three seasons. Then he said, fuck it, I'll transfer to DePaul. Uh, Yeah, I get the COVID year. I'm adding that in. Jermaine Johnson got a COVID year too, homie, but he didn't go to college until fucking 2018. (laughs) This motherfucker started in 16. Okay, DePaul, 19 to 21. And then you know what? He said, fuck it. I think I'm going to try it again, and now I'm going to go to Miami. Holy fuck, homie. I got to be honest, Alan. First of all, the NCAA, you're a joke. And every coach who took this cat after his initial recruitment is comical. Alan, I heard that he didn't even commit to Cal. He was committed somewhere else and ended up going to Cal. This motherfucker's been everywhere. Yeah, Zach Moore. Two years on a calendar is three basketball seasons. Look it up. He played from 17 to 19. That's 2017. That's 2018. And then he played the 2019 year and bounced. (laughs) So I'm trying to figure it out. This motherfucker's played seven years. I don't know. I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it, dog. I don't get it. Uh, Matt Ryan traded to the Colts. I think it's a great deal. I think it's a huge upgrade for sure. It's an upgrade. Um, Ash, come here right now. 
You got to deal with slapdick situations here on the Slapdick Podcast. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea, TJ. It's all fucked up. Um, I got to read you this second ad I got. Pay the bills. This episode on Merciless Monday. I'm glad everybody's here. 101 people in here. Appreciate you. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Become a member today. Uh, my dogs are in the background playing, by the way, the motherfuckers. As long as Bonham ain't out there, I'm cool. Because Bonham's right here behind me. So he can't kill nobody. Um, Callie won't hurt nobody. So fuck it. Um, this portion of the Slapdick Podcast brought to you by Athletic Greens. Make sure some of you guys have gotten Athletic Greens and used the promo code BELIEVE. I appreciate all you guys. Uh, Athletic Greens is actually fucking pretty good, so make sure you go check it out. It's their special blend of ingredients, gut health, nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and it helps with aging, it says. So apparently it helps with fucking aging. So if it ages me, shit. Hey. Women, ladies, watch the fuck out. If I don't age, you guys are in fucking trouble. It also is lifestyle friendly, and it fits a wide variety of diets. There's only one gram of sugar, no chemicals, no artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every single day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is only going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D. And five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. Go check them out. It shit is good, Ron Bell. I'm telling you, the shit is legit. Go check it out. Um, I have it. I told you I wouldn't endorse shit if it was garbage. Uh, it's pretty good shit. Um i got to be honest, we were talking about art and science and recruiting. I want to share something with you. This is my own what makes recruits unrecruitable, okay? This is something I live by everywhere I've coached. Number 10, lack of hustle. Lack of hustle, okay? If you lack hustle, I'm going to see that. Lack of hustle plays in with my worst number one non-recruitable fucking asset. Okay, I'm going to talk about in a second. A player that is a sayer and not a doer. We got too many barkers out here and not enough biters. Nightmare parents. If your parent is a nightmare parent, I'm not recruiting you. I'm not dealing with your fucking parents. A player who doesn't mind losing. A player who doesn't mind losing. One of a huge alarms go off in my head. Rage issues on the field. You could say Malik Henry had that. Malik Henry was great in the locker room, great off the field. On the field, though, something triggered him, and he lost his shit, right? So you got to look at rage issues. Lack of respect towards refs and coaches. I would also say this is an observation. This is an eye-in-the-sky observation that I'm going to look when I evaluate you, but I'm also going to look at how you respect women, how you respect women is going to be another thing that I would probably add to this if I ever coached again. Mental weakness. You see how I have it highlighted? I think I may make that the fucking number one. I might make that number one. I don't know yet. 
Players that play the game of football soft. The game of football cannot be played softly. Anyone that plays soft, I'm not fucking with you. Terrible attitude. It's kind of the same thing. Terrible attitude is just a turnoff. Um, not fucking with you. Bad body language. Number one, if you have bad body language, I cannot change you and I'm done. You're out. I'm gone. Coach, he's a fucking dude. I don't give a fuck. I became so old at one point where I don't give a fuck. I stopped caring. Um, and you wonder why we have the Ben Simmonses of the world. You wonder why we have these motherfuckers. Because somebody recruited them and then sucked their dicks off. And then told them how great they were. Um, Matt Ryan traded to the Colts. I, I do like a lot. I think the Colts have just improved their chances on at least beating Jacksonville game fucking 17. <laughs> That's how bad Carson Wentz is. The Falcons grab Mariota. I don't like that. Uh, I don't think Mariota's an NFL starter that can sustain being a starter for a whole season and be productive. I don't think he's a starter. I'm just that's just my opinion. The Saints re-signed Jamison Winston. Um uh, I think J- Saints are going to be in a rebuild here shortly with Jamison. I don't think Jamison's a, is a good I just don't think he's a great quarterback. I think he's good. He's big arm, big talent. I think he's better than a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL. I think he can be an NFL starter, but I just don't think that he he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. That's just my opinion. He's too careless with the ball. I don't believe he can read coverage very well. I think he's a gunslinger that needs to throw the football deep, and I believe he has to have big-time fast receivers and guys that can go get it. And... uh my opinion. Where does Baker end up? Where does he end up? I don't think he will be a starter ever again in this league. That's just my opinion. I don't believe he'll be a starter ever again in this league. There's no more fucking places to play, is there? Who's still out there, Alan? Seattle? I cannot imagine Pete Carroll taking Baker Mayfield to Seattle. I, I just can't. I just can't do it. Will he be in the XFL or the USFL? Maybe. Fuck, I don't know. But he is not the guy. I believe he is the worst quarterback in the NFL um, as a starter. Over, most overrated by far. Carson Wentz is second, um, in my opinion. Did Devontae Adams take a shot at Aaron Rodgers, Allen? I don't know. Um uh, does Devont, did Devontae take a shot at Aaron Rodgers by not shouting him out as he left, thanking the Packers organization, thanking everybody else? Did he take a shot at Aaron? Now, I've heard both sides. I've heard Sori say, oh, well, he, he don't want to throw Carr under the bus by shouting out Jer- uh, Aaron Rodgers. First of all, that's bullshit. Because Aaron Rodgers and him together have made history. They've been one of the most dynamic duos ever throwing and catching of the football in the history of the NFL. So that's bullshit. You owe your quarterback that much. Give the motherfucker a shout out. Is Aaron Rodgers just that much of a fucking hated human that everyone hates him? And they're like, ah, fuck it. 
I'm not. I don't give a fuck about him either. Um. Yeah, I don't know, Alan. I kind of agree with you, but it's kind of, kind of fucking weird that he didn't though. I would have said, hey, at least I want to. Sh- I, I got to shout out the best thrower of the football I've ever seen. You know, whoopty bam. Like that's kind of what I think he needed to say. Um, or I wouldn't be getting a hundred and sixty million <laughs> if this motherfucker didn't throw me to football. That's kind of where I'm headed, Alan. That's kind of my take on this. Um, that's just my opinion on it, dog. I I, I don't know. That's just how I feel. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Um, I got a trivia question. Why do I still got to send you your whiskey? I haven't got any new bottles here to sign, so I'm waiting. Um, I got to send one to my man, Chris Pugh, who's the biggest slapdick supporter there is. I got to send him one. Um, I got to send out a few other things of uh, that you guys won. Um, so... Ash, come here. Um, these motherfuckers in here. Him and Callie, dog. God damn. Um, so I got to get those out. I apologize. Anyone that ordered um, Slapdick merch, I apologize for the slow delay in getting that out to you. Um, I said five to seven days when I started it. I was totally wrong. Um, it's going to be more like 10 to 12 but once this first barrage of orders came through, we will be cool from here on out. So I apologize for you first guys that ordered. I apologize the the, the, the late you know delay. Um, like Wido said, you can't rush greatness. So just hold tight. You'll be happy with the freaking merchandise. You'll be happy with the whiskey. You'll be happy with everything. Um, I do have a good... Uh, who out there watches... Who who out there is old enough to watch TV shows that were meaningful? Like, how many of you motherfuckers know about Different Strokes, Three's Company? Fucking, how many of you know about real cartoons like fucking Tom and Jerry and motherfucking Heathcliff and Garfield and fucking Heckle and Jekyll? How many of you motherfuckers know about that shit? How about the Roadrunner and fucking uh, the Jetsons? Like, why were cartoons so much fucking better? And why were sitcoms and television so much better? And technology and everything is so much better now. Like, I gotta be honest. Why the fuck is it so bad now? Like, I haven't watched a good TV show since Two and a Half Men. To me, Two and a Half Men's the best show. One of the best ever. I love Two and a Half Men. Um... But we're missing. There were so many good shows and cartoons were so good. It was, it's like cereal. Why has cereal been? Why is cereal so shitty? Cereal, cartoons, and fucking Three's Company would would be the day. That motherfucker. It would be the day. I'm just being honest. Six million dollar man, Kanye. That was my shit. Uh, you know, six million dollar man. And you guys ever? You ever? Did you guys ever used to watch? Uh, Fucking uh, pitfall or what was it called? Uh, Riptide. You guys know about Riptide? Fucking Riptide was out there. Cat. There was some real shows, man. People fucking hate on that shit. Um, Dawson Duke Lucas said Sopranos and Stranger Things. See, you must be about eighteen, motherfucking year old. 
WKRP in Cincinnati was my shit. What about White Shadow? Motherfucking White Shadow. I mean, motherfuckers don't even know. The, the shit was so much better. He-Man was my shit, dog. I was He-Man like a motherfucker. I, I was so, you know, shit. I love the old school cartoons and TV shows, man. So Riptide's film Lucy right here in Long Beach, California. The helicopter they used to they used to put the helicopter right down next to my dad's shop. So um, I used to see that big old fucking smile on that motherfucker all the time. Yeah, She-Ra, He-Man, shit, dog. Right. Skeletor. How about Skeletor though? See, Skeletor was my shit. Um, Cheers. I was never a Cheers fan, Justin. I thought Cheers was, uh, Cheers was like before me. I never liked Cheers. To me, it was boring and shit. Like, it was boring as fuck. Oh, Inspector Gadget was my shit, dog. Inspector Gadget. There was all kinds of shit. I couldn't tell you one fucking thing right now. I couldn't tell you one cartoon or TV show right now. I, I couldn't tell you any of it. Dukes of Hazard. Oh, fuck. Nobody's even said Dukes of Hazard. Come on, dog. TJ Hooker, Kofi. TJ Hooker was my shit. Man. Jay Henry said Andy Griffith. Goddamn, Jay. I told you, stop acting and looking like a pedophile, motherfucker. Only pedophiles like Andy Griffith show. Ninja Turtles, I didn't really fuck with. Um, it's too corny to me. I don't even know what Peaky Blinders is. Alf Bailey. Alf was my shit, homie. Alf was my shit. I liked Alf. Um, Three Stooges. Yeah, you're going way back. I never watched South Park. I never watched uh, any of those fucking movies. Um, yeah, I watched Johnny Carson, but I'm not. I wasn't a real late night guy. Kojak was my shit. Kojak, you guys are bringing up some good shit. Of course, Fresh Prince. You know, um, TJ said he watched 2002 movie of He Man. <laughs> Night Rider, that was my shit. Night Rider, Airwolf, yes sir. Mark C, shout out. OG shit, Airwolf, that was my shit right there. Magnum PI, of course, at Magnum PI. Mash, of course. You know, if you watch Army movies, Mash was, you know, classic. Um, I know you guys know about Tattoo, right? Deep Lane. I know you know about. About my shit, dog. A lot of you guys don't know about that. Some of you guys used to watch Miami Vice or or how about uh soap operas, Lucy? Did you watch Dallas or uh any of that shit? Um Ash, come here before I fuck you up. Ash Uh they've been fighting forever. The love boat, dog. That's my the plane. Alright, um Michael Davis, motherfucker, said the original Longest Yard. Shit. Was anyone in this motherfucker born with Bruce, Burt fucking, uh, who was that? That was fucking Burt Lancaster. Or, uh, I mean, uh, my my boy, uh, fuck's his name? I can't even think his name. Um, well, my trivia question has to do with four main characters of a very, very famous TV show. So that's my trivia question. Um, Monty said cops Ain't that a bitch Alright so 
I'll post the invite to the chat if anyone wants to call in. Um, hopefully, you guys are j- drinking. Oh, man, chips was my shit, dog. Baker, come on now. Chips was my shit. Ponch, come on, dog. I'm OG with it. Um, Tells from the Crip was tight, Eddie. Tells from the Crip was cool. I remember that shit. Married with Children was my shit. I was in love with Christina Applegate, dog. I used to go to the shows and uh, to the to the takes of the shows, and I used to try to holler as, as Christine Applegate. I also, I, I actually did used to holler at a, a famous girl, Alyssa Milano. She was actually a sh- uh, on, a, my cousin used to be her chiropractor, and she was on Who's the Boss, which you guys, nobody named in here, Who's the Boss, by the way. Tony Danza, Who's the Boss? Nobody called out Who's the Fucking Boss? Anyway, Alyssa Milano, who's also Arnold Schwarzenegger's fucking daughter in Commando, one of the greatest fucking directed movies of all time, Commando. Um, I'm actually f- fucking with you, but Commando is one of my favorite movies, but it was horribly fucking directed. But TJ called out Charmed. Come on, homie. You know I watch Charmed every night when I go to sleep. It just happens to be on. I watch it. It's the worst fucking show. I try to watch fucking... Uh, Lucy had... If you haven't noticed anything about Lucy, everyone... Lucy literally has at least 30 to 40 crushes. So, Lucy, I, I, you are a trooper. Um, shout out to Lucy's husband for having faith in her. Um, <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, Lucy. Um, Diva, what up? Hey, man, it's a great day to have a great fucking day. I'm home right now, so oh, I'm shit. loving it. Hey, better, better for you. What, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, you good with TV shows? I'm pretty good. I like the old school stuff more than the new school stuff, but we'll see. We'll, we'll test my trivia here. We'll All right, see here we how go. If you don't, if you don't get it, Jay's already Googled that shit up. I'm looking at his eyes on the computer. What were the four main characters' names in the TV series Golden Girls that ran from 85 to 92? Uh, Rose, Blanche, Sophia, Dorothy. Say it again. Uh, Rose, Blanche, Sophia, Dorothy. Wow, you got it. Clap it up. Devo. Where you at, Devo? You in Canada? I'm in Canada. Yes, my friend. Um, I don't know if I could ship the whiskey. Yeah, I think I can. I got to look. Uh, but what do you want? You want a hoodie? You want a book? You want a poster? You want a whiskey? Whatever you want, Devo, I got you. I got to figure out how to get whiskey in Canada if I can. I got to see if they're shipping. I know we are shipping merch, though. Uh, whiskey would be awesome because I, I'm not a whiskey person, but I, I am just dying to try your whiskey. Uh, if not, you can give me a hoodie, man. It's all good. What quote do you want on the back? Uh... Surprise me. It doesn't matter. They're all great. All right. Well, look, this is the deal. Um, email me, CoachJB12 at Gmail. Um, email me and send me your address and everything. And then go check go go check CoachJBStore.com and get a, look, at the, look at the gear and tell me what you want on there and give me a quote, one through nine. There's one through nine quotes. Just give me a quote that you like. And then uh, if I can't get you the whiskey, I'll send you the hoodie. You want short sleeve or long sleeve? 
Uh, give me a long sleeve. I live, live in Canada, so. <laughs> Got you. Um, no doubt. All right, I'm going to do that. Um, hell yeah, Joey. That's a hell of a get right there. He knew that shit, too. Like, that motherfucker knew the Golden Girls. By that's, the way, Betty that, White actually, just died, the, huh? To be honest, Coach, that's like one of my favorite shows of all time, actually. Really? Hey, one of my one of my friends, man, I grew up with, black dude, straight hood cat, from the hood, ghetto, gangster. That is his favorite fucking show. I mean, you know, look, how can you not be entertained by horny old women eating cheesecake and chasing after guys? I mean, that's fucking entertaining to me. I don't know. You know, I never, wa- you know I never watched that show. Never. Never watched it. No. Lucy's probably mad at me. I've never watched that shit. Really? Nah, well, actually, actually, I got a, this, this is a crazy little story. So my great grandfather, he was, he was a racist. That's not the funny part, but this is kind of the funny <laughs> part. So he used to love, <laughs> he used to love the Toronto Blue Jays. And my name is Devo, but really my name is Devin, but everybody calls me Devo. But anyways, his favorite player on the Blue Jays was Devon White, a black guy. Yeah, and I his favorite show White. was Stanford was and Son. Figure that out. Say it again. I said uh, his favorite player on the Blue Jays was Devon White. And it must have been because it, his name was spelled the same way as me. And his favorite show was Sanford and Son. Figure that one out. Oh, damn. Yeah. Hey, some, hey different strokes for different folks, dog. Um, yeah, that's right. Hey, I, had, I, got, I, got, I, got, uh, I got called out, Ron Bell. You're a fool. I got called out. I got a DM last night. Um. I got a DM from a, a girl who's mixed with black and white. She sent me a message saying that her aunt sent her a text. Her aunt is racist. And she sent me a text saying, I'm half black and my aunt's not. And she's basically racist. So she sent me what to say to her and shit. And I'm like, you know, sometimes dog family is worse than fucking fake friends. I mean, that's an unfortunate part. We have, we have races. We have all. I didn't have any dealing with the growing up. That's kind of probably who I, why I am who I am. But I know uh, for you to separate yourself and shit like that is, it's a good thing, man. It's like you know, strong mentally fortitude, mental fortitude. People could easily say, "Oh well," because yeah. we all know, man. People don't realize racism is a fucking learned trait. It ain't like fucking. Um, yeah that's yeah exactly boring, like I, you know? when i like growing up my mom you know she was never a racist she loved everybody doesn't matter what color what race whatever you know just loved everybody and i'm the same way i love everybody i don't give a flying fuck what your color is your race whatever you know i just love people in general and i just think this is so stupid that today we're still living this racist fucking bullshit it just you know, the songs back in like the 60s and 70s, you know, old soul songs ring true today as they did back in the day. It's just it's crazy. Yeah, no, no doubt about it, man. It's just it's, it's a it's a fucked up world we're in right now. I, I wish everybody realized that if I shot you in the fucking head, you're going to bleed the same red as I am. Yeah. So, yeah. Wait, well, hey, Devo, it's, it's email crazy. me, email me your info, man. I appreciate you calling in. I will, man. Thank you so much, man. We'll talk to you later. All right, brother. Thanks. Um, appreciate Devo. He always just keeps it real. Um, he won the trivia, so hold on. I got Jay and Jeremiah. You guys stay in the queue if you want to stay in. I'll give you guys a shout in a second. I'll call. I'll holler at you. Let me get this other part of the show underway um, real fast. Um, 
the main discussion today, man, I got to discuss some things here. Um, I got to take no mercy today as I want to discuss just how soft and judgmental we fucking have become. I want to ask a real question out here. How can one report on shit as a reporter like Mina Kimes does, okay, and has no clue other than a report from some reporter who really wasn't there either. They motherfuckers heard, they heard shit second or third hand often enough. How can they make a judgment? Uh, I just got to be honest. This happens every fucking day. We hear these dumb motherfuckers. By the way, Mina Kime never has been in a huddle. She's never took a snap from under center, but she knows everything about quarterback play. <laughs> like, I have no issue with a woman calling out the sport and doing the shit good. But, dog, don't act like you've done something when you haven't. And it's called irresponsible fucking reporting. Don't bury an irresponsible reporter. Come here, Ash. So, I take no mercy today about Mina Kimes. We've had it out. Everyone knows we've already had our shit talking out. I think she blocked me, so I, I couldn't see what she told me. But I want to make sure we're clear here. A, a, I have no dog in the fight here, by the way. But how the fuck do you know what the context really fucking was in this whole fucking... Uh, Urban Meyer situation that came out today. Have you guys seen this Urban Meyer deal? So check out this Urban Meyer thing. Apparently, John Brown, who signed with the Jaguars as a free agent, he ran a wrong route. And to correct the mistake, Brown and Trevor Lawrence ran some routes after practice. Urban came over to him and basically said, hey, you got to slow it down, Trevor. These boys from the South, their transcripts ain't right. Mina Kimes came out and said, I know we're getting jokes off about Urban Meyer and the Aaron Donald thing, which fairly, but holy smokes, this part is offensive as hell. What is offensive? I, I got to be honest. Like, what, what is offensive to this? Like, I, I got to be real. How do you know the context, Mina? I got to be honest. How do you know the context? How do you know the context? What did what did McAfee say? I'm curious. I didn't watch it um, today. But, Alan, I want you to chime in, Alan, here. Um, and, TJ, I want you to chime in on this, too, since you both played for me. I got I to gotta be honest. I'm not defending Urban Meyer, by the way. I do know Urban uh, as a coach and so forth, but I'm not defending him in any way. I want... I want to understand and tell people that there is a different side of the game that you do not understand. Because Mina Kimes, you have no fucking clue and never played anything. So you go out and blast your gums and bump your gums about something you have no fucking idea about. Which is, to me, blows my mind. Um, I apologize, Kanye. I read it to you, though. So you, you, could hear, you heard me, I hope. Um... How do we know, Alan? Alan, how many times did I used to fuck with you guys? And you don't have to say it to everybody here because there's words I used to call you that you can't say no more. But how many times did I used to fuck with you guys and call you names and stretch or working out or 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 or, or doing whatever? 
Uh, how many... T- this motherfucker, Ash, is on one. Ash, what the fuck are you doing, homie? What's going on, dude? Oh, what's going on, dude? Why are you running around with this motherfucker, homie? God damn. You okay? You're on one. You got to slow down. This guy, Ash, from Stogie's son, by the way. This is Stogie's son. Officially Stogie's son. And he's... This motherfucker, man, is something else. Look at this motherfucker's feet. He is total asshole like Stogie. He is also very, very loyal like Stogie. And I'm not... No offense to my other dogs, but this motherfucker is already smarter than these two fucks. And he just gets it. But Bonham will kill this motherfucker if he don't slow down. Because Bonham's a fucking... Is like fucking... uh, Goofy fuck from uh, Men and Mice, Lenny. And he don't know his strength. This motherfucker just, and he'll fucking snap this motherfucker's neck. Because bottom strongest fucking dog I've ever seen. Um, Ash, slow down. God damn. So, how many times, Alan and TJ, have I fucked around with cats? And how many times did they know that I'm fucking with them? It's called relationships. How do you know Mina Kimes at fucking Urban Meyer wasn't fucking with John Brown and Trevor Lawrence? Like, the soft fucking world that we're in, dog. Like, this is football. It's a different fucking environment. Mina Kimes, then you're fucking whatever the fuck you are. No offense to any race out there, but whatever the fuck you are. And apparently, there's rumors out there about you and your fucking husband, but yet, you want to judge everybody else, but we can judge your motherfucking ass, too. So, why don't you talk about that shit? But we don't talk about that, and everyone comes to defending your motherfucking ass. You know what? I don't know what this ethnic ethnicity is of Mina Kimes. Is she some type of Asian descent? Why does she, why is she so fucking protected? She's more protected than any black female on fucking ESPN. Has anyone noticed this shit? <laughs> TJ, you tried to get me back, but come on, dog. You know, I, I, I ain't no joke with the, come, with the fucking shoot. I shoot, dog. You know, I shoot from the hip. Why is Mina Kimes so motherfucking protected? I, I just got to be honest. And Kimberly Martin... Holy fuck, dude. I don't know if I've ever just turned a straight channel until this morning. I had to, I, I just posted a tweet saying, Kimberly Martin just straight up said more fucking words than any human on earth in a matter of four minutes and absolutely said nothing. I've never. This bitch is, she's fucking fumbling words. She can't fucking pronounce words. She hasn't said a fucking thing that is meaningful. She don't know what the fuck she's talking about. And, you know, she got her titties hanging out. And she got cleavage showing. And I guess that's what gets her the job. I don't know, dog. I really don't know. She's like Kamala Harris and shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't think Kimberly fucked her way to the top. I don't know that. But I don't know if... I, I think Kamala surely did, right? Like, I think she sucked, you know, I think she sucked golf balls through water hoses. That's just being honest. That's what I think. Um, There's no way. Kamala Harris is similar to Kimberly Martin. She just sits there and talks, homie. 
Holy fuck. Our, our presidential candidates and vice presidents and all these things, like, you got to be shitting me. We Our best options are cadavers. <laughs> we got cadavers in office, homie. Where's Biden's wife at? Did, did this bitch die? I got to be honest. Did she die, homie? Because I haven't seen Biden's wife since he got elected. Oh, shit. Um, Mina Kimes is half Korean, half American. Mina Kimes from Omaha, Nebraska. You shitting me. She's got to be the only motherfucking Asian mixed descent from Nebraska I've ever seen in my motherfucking life. Anyway, back to the story at hand. We can't stay in our lane. Uh, I got to be honest, we can't. We can't stay in our lane. So, Alex Morgan tweeted out a post today. I don't know if you saw her tweet. It was a bunch of young girls shouting out to her and Alex stating that, you know, she. there was a bunch of young girls and they were shouting out. Um, she was shouting out. They were shouting out to her like, we love you. Alex and whoop-de-whoop. I'm trying to get Trump on here quite as kept. Between us, watch. Just watch. I'm trying to get some major hitters here. Um, Alex Morgan posted out saying that all girls deserve idols. But soon a man is going to cut off his dick and become a lady soccer player and dominate your fucking sport, Alex Morgan. So, ladies, I'm asking you, Lucy, I know you're the only lady in here right now. Please stand up and shut it down. Your voices are much greater than mine. These young girls need women to look up to, not some fucking confused man playing girl sports. Um, that is the next real thing coming down the pipe, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just being honest with you. When are men gonna start playing soccer and fucking your world up alex morgan they're going to take over your sport and yet even the fucking lesbian women out there that are playing basketball sue bird and fucking you know megan petrino and all these ladies why are where is your voice why aren't you coming out telling these men who are now participating in your sport to eat a dick up. Tell them that when they cut off their dick, they should eat it because they're fucking up our young women and our young girls. And now our girls are looking up to a what, you know, young Lucy, I don't know how you raise a, a young girl. You know, my daughter's 23 now, but you can't tell me, I would love to have a daughter of someone come on the show. And I want to ask, I want to ask, like, what do you do when you look up at and you see a dude swimming against your peers and beating their shit out of them? I I, I gotta understand. I gotta ask how girls are being raised right now and and look and how they're not confused. How are these young girls in the world not confused at who their idols really are? <laughs> because. 
I, 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 I'm looking around at young girls looking at these fucking guys dominating their sport, and they're like, "Well, wait up! Is this this not really a guy? This not really a girl? Like she wasn't born like me. She was born like dad. <laughs> she was born like my brother. Meaning they have a dick." They, they were, some fucking idiot was trying to argue the other day that their testosterone now has been depleted because they did the full sex change. Dog, do you know how fucking dumb that sounds? Do you know that you've had man fucking genetics your whole life and your muscular fucking physiology and biomechanics are completely different and you're not going to just lose a thousand percent muscle mass a you're not going to lose your fucking muscle memory that men have that triggers their muscles to be quicker reactors than women have by the way so now i'm taking you to class in bio fucking mechanics class okay this is Kinesiology class 101, physiology of exercise 101. By the way, those are probably the two hardest courses you can take in college. So we're just throwing that out there. They still have muscle memory of a man. Like, can we be honest? They still have the fucking time it takes from your brain to trigger a punch. What does a punch simulate? Men and ladies and gentlemen out there, can you please tell me? Does it not look like swimming? <laughs> Am I not swimming right now? Am I not swimming right now? Am I not swimming right now? I, I got to be honest. <laughs> like, you got to be shitting me. Dog, the motherfucker's like 6'4". Did you see him? He stands next to these girls it looks like the biggest fucking mockery in United States history. I, I, I can't understand this shit. I don't know, man. Um, these girls are very confused, in my opinion, Lucy. I don't know how you do it. Um, kudos to you. Shout out. But I think they're very, good, they're very confused looking up to man playing their sports. I, I, I just don't get it. Why we can't create a transgender league... Um, blows my mind. Why we can't create a transgender league? You know what someone told me? <laughs> you know what someone had the audacity to, t audacity to tell me? Well, there's not enough of them. <laughs> there's not enough transgenders to have a gender league. Then you know what happens? They don't have a league, motherfucker. They don't fucking play. They don't play then. If you don't have enough, what is that shit called? Do you know? It's called a fucking forfeiture. It's called a forfeit, motherfucker. You forfeited. You don't have enough of it. You can't fucking play. You can't perform. Then get the fuck gone. I don't know. Lucy, you can argue me on this. I don't know if you want to. But I have, a, I have a theory on this whole thing, okay? Women are very, by nature, less controversial, less angry, less likely to hold grudges. So when girls go and high-five this Liam Thomas in the pool, after he just beat the fuck out of you, 
it really appall it's really appalling to me see the parents of these young girls need to tell their young girls hey dog fuck them you try to beat his bitch ass and then if he wins which you're pro- most likely he's gonna do go and hug your homegirls fuck him don't give him no fucking high five the girls are high-fiving the dude and that's the part I don't get. Why are we a, a fucking high-fiving? You know why? Because girls are fucking better humans. They're better mammals than us, man. <laughs> they're less, they're, they're more forgiving. They're less angry. They're less likely to hold grudges. Um, that's a women's nature. Now, we all know you got married men in here. Couldn't say, fuck you, JB. My ex-wife holds grudges. I pay her fucking this amount of money in alimony every month. <laughs> I get it, right? I get it. <coughs> um, but I don't get why we can't have a trans league and keep these fucks from competing versus our women. I'm just being honest. Um... That's what I'm saying. You know, happy wife, happy life, Jeremiah. You know, they say the backbone of a man is a good woman. Um, Let me ask you guys something real quick. Uh, TJ, I'm going to answer your question. TJ said he wants to play devil's advocate. If they transition during their preteen years and try to participate, would it still be a problem? I'm just the question, honestly. Um, Yeah, in my opinion, it's all day it is. TJ, let me ask you this, and I'll be devil's advocate to your question. Okay, that's a fair question. I mean, I know TJ, so TJ played for me, by the way, everybody on the audio side. So TJ's asking a very educated question. TJ's like a 4.0 student, by the way. Um, not a very, not a fucking dumb player, kid, or person. But by the way, um, he said if they transition during their preteen years, meaning 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, you know, does it matter? Let me ask you something, TJ. When do we start dunking a basketball? I have 10-year-olds that I've coached throwing the ball 50 yards, by the way. Alan, right? Can I get an amen? (laughs) You show me a female dunking a basketball or throwing a football or fucking spiking a volleyball at 8, 9, or 10 years old, then I would say your question holds water. But until then, I don't believe it does. I don't believe that any man that's born a man should ever compete competitively versus a female that is on the record or books. We all grew up, man. Girls used to beat boys' asses as young kids in running. We had a girl in elementary school. She went to Hershey, Pennsylvania, was one of the fastest females in America. Um... She used to smoke us, but we were 8, 9, 10, 11 years old. And then when we got to high school, we started smoking her. That's just what, you know, females and males, you know, obviously, if you know anything about the embryo and, and the zygote and everything, how they're born, you know, um, women are very equal to a man as far as, Obviously, they have estrogen. We have testosterone. But at the same time, they're very equal to us as a young age as far as strength, mentally, mentally, as far as strength, about about anything. So I don't I just can't put 
anybody, preteen or not, in a competitive situation, even because when they hit puberty, they are dramatically going to jump start that girl and jump her as far as physically, physicality, strength, everything. I don't believe uh, we should allow it. That's just my personal opinion. And I believe it hap- if it happens pre, then it's being taught and it's being learned because there's no fucking way you can tell me these kids are being born and wanting to be a transgender. <laughs> That's just me. Um, let me ask you this, though, Jeremiah and everybody listening. I got to ask you this, TJ. I got to ask you all you guys. I want to I'm going to I'm going to really put this in here for you. I want to I want to. I want to really, really break this down, all right? Does anyone know the definition of a foul or a penalty in sports? Please ask yourself or go Google, what is the definition of a foul or a penalty in sports? Here, I'm going to tell you what it is. It is a distinct advantage over another opponent or player. It is a movement that requires you to have a distinct advantage over another player. O-line, D-line holds him. He holds him from the back. The running back gets around the edge. He holds the back of his jersey. It's a distinct advantage. Okay? It's a penalty. A basketball, I'm fucking, I undercut you while you're in the air. I take your legs out. You lose fucking focus of the basketball. You can't make your shot. It is a distinct advantage. It's a penalty. So I got a question, and I'm just being devil's advocate too here. So why is this entire fucking shithole fucking rule that transgenders can compete with women not a fucking distinct advantage over another fucking player? I got to rest my case, dog. I I really wish somebody would combat me on it. We make rules for our women and our men in sports. And our rules are it's a distinct advantage over one another. How the fuck can you have a man born with a penis compete versus a female with ovaries and fucking be okay with it? NCAA, non-caring fucking assholes of America. How the fuck can you be okay with it? When you make the rules that are fucking put in place that shows a distinct advantage is a penalty flag or a foul. Got to be real. I got to be honest. Please, somebody, somebody combat me. Call me. Call me up. Call me. Call me in and ask me. I, I want to know. I, I got to know. If we made a rule that a foul is a distinct advantage over one another, how the fuck can you allow a motherfucker with a dick dangling race our fucking young women? In sports, in competitive NCAA sports, swimming, wrestling, powerlifting, we got dudes competing against women in these sports. How do you feel, Jeremiah, if your fucking daughter, you've been training her to be a fucking world-class wrestler in female wrestling, and she's dominating, and she's great. She gets to ninth grade, and this transgender fuck is now wrestling against you. 
and it held you from getting a college scholarship because you got your ass beat by this fuck, and now you can't get a scholarship. Penn State said, you know what, you're good, but I don't, I can't see enough of you against regular females because you're fucking going against Johnny. So I can't see enough of you. So you know what? Ah, fuck it. How about this girl that just got left out of her dream? Her dream. She's at Virginia Tech. She earned a fucking scholarship as a female swimmer. And she got cut because she was the last one to make it because this fuck made it because he's a dude. I got a, see, I got a daughter, Jeremiah. I, I thought you had a daughter. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I'm just being real, man. This shit, to me... It, it, it stinks to high heaven. Um, Jeremiah, what up? Hey, coach. What's going I'd never, on? I'd never fucking sleep if I had a daughter. Never. I'd be like this all the time, coach. All the fucking time. Hey. That, I, I, that's I my retirement that. present, by the way. I would never fucking sleep, coach. So my wife and I both work, coach. We didn't have time for it. I said, I said, do you want kids? And I said, uh... She said, no, I never wanted them. And I said, well, look, here's a fucking deal. Let's, uh, I'm, I'm going to get my balls chopped after I'm 35 because I don't want to be a 50-year-old man chasing around a fucking two-year-old. Nah, so I hear you on that, man. That's like that's a real thing, man, because, you yeah. know, I got people, I got buddies of mine that got, that got cut, man. Um, I'm not that disciplined. I can't do it. I just well, can't. Coach, hey, this, let me just, I think what you're saying is 100% true, but let's make this argument. How many how many girls do we see transition to men that compete in sports? It's zero. I agree. This is a fucking foul from the start. You are one hundred percent correct. They need to have a separate league. I don't. I'm not. You know what you want to do in your personal life? I never get too fucking wrapped up. Me either. Much. Yeah, I don't care. I'm with you. And you grew up in California. You know, fucking gay. That was the first state you could be gay. Nobody gave a fuck. Right. Every fucking actor in Hollywood in the 40s was fucking gay. Nobody fucking knew it, yeah. you know. So, like, I'm with you, coach. Like this. I, I, I'll be honest with you. you you'll, you'll pull all your hair out. Like, 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 you know, we're we're pretty much the same age. I've been. Re hey, by the way, coach, I don't know. I don't have it in. The, let's see if we can get it in the frame there. Oh, there we go. good shit. Appreciate fucking you. A. How about that, coach? Hey, got by the book. way, got I ordered book. that on Amazon. I live in Alaska. I got it in a day. Really? Day. One day, coach. Damn. So that, yep, no problem. And I'm gonna have it done this week. Oh yeah, it's so a short. Yeah, it's a short read, man. It's a short read. Yeah. Um, it's perfect for a guy like me with fucking all kinds of issues. I love it. Nah. So, hey, I gotta. I I don't want to take you off this soapbox, but yeah. I got a fucking '80s TV show that's an alibi that's right up your fucking alley. That was one of my favorite shows when I was growing up, called Hunter, with Fred Dreyer. Oh yeah, that's my show. State. 16-year NFL player, three years with the fucking Giants, 13 years with the Rams. Rams, play with the Rams with a lot of buddies I know. Yeah, I'm a big Fred Dreyer fan. Um, coach, coach, 176 NFL games, 104 sacks, 24, 20 fumble recoveries, and he has an NFL record. Do you know what it is? I have a trivia question for you. What is his NFL record? Fred Dreyer's NFL record? Yeah. It's tied now. It's been tied, but it's I fucking can't believe it's been tied, to be honest with you. Wasn't it a fucking uh wasn't it a kick? It's two safeties in a game, coach. What is he it? Got, I knew it was something weird. I knew it was something weird. Yeah, I remember yeah. I knew it was something weird. Yeah. But uh, you know what, coach? He has two career safeties. He got them both in the same game. Damn. And it was against the Green Bay Packers. And I'm drinking this time. 
What is that, moonshine? Ah, uh, no, it's uh, it's a small batch tequila. I don't want to advertise for it because it's you may not like the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Famous. He he does movies. He used to do something else in the squared circle. Oh yeah. So I don't want to take away from the slapdick. I will get some slapdick and have some with you. I promise. No, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Hey, I appreciate you, Jeremiah. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna take another call. I appreciate yep. you calling. Stay tuned. I'll, I'll, I'll get you back on. Hunter, good reference, Hunter. Um, Jay, what up? What's up, JB? Jay shaved, homie. Give it up. Jay shaved and shit. You got you got some hoes on deck or something, homie? Yeah. Yeah. You got hoes? So, oh yeah. You got no hoes, homie. I was I was telling one of the guys that just moved up here to where I work the other day. He came from Atlanta and I was like, Motherfucker, we ain't we ain't in Atlanta no more. We ain't got no bras. We got hoes in Mississippi. <laughs> What's up, Jay? What, what What's up, Jay? What's your question? Man, I got a legit question for you because I always hear you say this. So my question is, for today anyway, I always hear you say, pussy is undefeated, right? Yeah. So my question for you is, if pussy is undefeated, then why is it sometimes you got some dudes that have been with, with chicks Uh, they'll decide to go gay, like right after that. Like I don't get it. Good question. Hey, that's a great question. We've been asking that question though for a long, long time. So, hey, I'm gonna answer the question and get to the next caller. Uh, I, I'll hit you up in a minute. Uh, Brian B. Josh, what up? Hey, you could answer. You could ask me help. You could you could help me answer that question. I, I, I used to ask that question all the time. This is what I was told, by the way. All right. So I used to meet these people that there was rumors out there that there's a lot of celebrities out there that went both ways. Now, in my world, if you go both ways, and Lucy can maybe attest to this, if you're a dude, there's no such thing as being called bi. See, too many dudes call themselves, they say that I'm bi. No, you're not bi. You're gay. You're homosexual, motherfucker. You took a hairy asshole with your dick or you got your asshole ran through. You flipped over. Now, there's no bi to that. Now, females, in my opinion, can be bi. Now, I I might sound sexist here, but that's just being real because at the end of the day, we're the ones with both chromosomes. Female has one. We dictate sex to the baby. It's a whole long conversation I can get into, but what I'm going to talk about is I was told that these celebrities, LL Cool J, even Jay-Z, I've heard all these people are, are, are gay or bi, but they're gay to me. They're bi to everyone else, right? And my boy told me, oh, yeah, dog, because they've had so much pussy. I said, that is your answer? So to answer Jay's question, I've heard every single scenario in the book. I don't know. Wilt Chamberlain supposedly had 100,000 females. I don't think he got tired of the shit and flipped over. But I'm just curious. I'm curious on to, as to, first of all, I don't believe you can get tired of some pussy. I'm just going to be honest. Sorry, Lucy, for my vulgar, vulgarity here. I'm getting a little primitive at times. But I don't believe a guy could get tired of it unless 
he's gay. I mean, that's just keeping it 100. I don't, I don't know what else to say about that. Uh, that's just what I really think. Uh, you know, like, you know what? You know what, dog? I'm fucking tired of being a millionaire today. I want to be broke. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man. That shit don't make no fucking sense. What up, Brian? What's the question? So I got two for you. Yeah. All right, number one, looks like uh, your your Cali boys are playing my Carolina boys. Oh, I know, man. I'm sorry. We're going to have to fuck you up. <laughs> yo. Yo. Sorry about yeah. it, bro. But we'll see which blue comes out on top. Oh, yeah. The one that has hey, 11 hey. titles. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and Friday, man, you had this cat call in all upset because you hadn't sent him a uh, a uh, case of the whiskey, a bro, bottle of whiskey. Ooh. That dude low-key pissed me off, dog. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. Who did? Hey, yeah, he, he got a question oh. right. Oh, boy, yeah, I forgot about boy, that guy. Homeboy, yeah, yeah. homeboy came off hella like aggressive. I think like, he was oh, drunk, still, dog. I tried to take well, it, I tried to take it nice because I thought dog. he was drunk or something. Well, um, well, tell him when he gets two questions right, come talk to me. Right? So, you know, you know, and I, hey, man, I ain't asking for nothing. I like being on the show. I think you got good things to say. So, yeah. hey, and you let me come on. So I'm appreciative Great. of that. But, yeah, man, that, that was a little, that was kind of low-key, uh, you know, uncool. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he was drunk or something. I don't know what the fuck he was. Yeah, so how the rest of your brackets turn out? The dead leaves. Man, I've only lost. I that one. Obviously, Kentucky. Um I lost Virginia Tech. What is this? Nobody has St. Peter, so everybody's fucked on that. Um, I did have TCU Zona. I had Arizona winning. Obviously, I got Arizona playing UCLA, so that I was right there. I got Houston. Um, I did have Michigan, um, but then I picked Tennessee to beat Michigan, so I lost that. I do have Villanova. Um, I do have KU. I lost Iowa, and I lost Wisconsin, and then I lost the SC Miami game, which which Miami now has moved on and beat Auburn, which I had Auburn beating. I had Auburn beating USC, uh, so I've lost like five, um, which ain't bad. Well, I'm gonna call in the next day if somehow the Bruins win. All right, I'll take my lumps. Oh no, calling either way. Shit, I, you know what? I don't know, man. I think. It's like St. Mary's is fucking pretty damn good. People don't realize. And I think yeah. UCLA put it on them uh, late, and it showed me that, okay, this this team might be fucking back into what they were last year because everybody's returning. Now, they got a guy hurt in that fucking end of the game, though, one of their best players, man. He hurt his ankle. I don't know how he is. I'm lucky they got four days off. I don't know how he is. Uh, that's a key ingredient to UCLA, so that might hurt him. And North Carolina is playing as well as you could play. They should have blow. They should have blew blew uh, Baylor, Baylor out. Yeah. So all right, last last quick question. Hey, if you're a, if you're a new basketball coach, you just got hired. What's your feeling on that coach using the portal? Say it again. So, like, if you're a new basketball coach, you just got hired. The guy down there is going to go to LSU. Yeah. Yeah. From Murray What's State? your thoughts on him using the portal to build up the team right away? I mean, you're at LSU, bro. Yeah. LSU should not have to be built up. Like, you're That's a selector true. school. You're not fucking – he's leaving Murray State, who just went further than fucking LSU did. So, I don't see how that can really be a thing. Like, to me, you're a selector school against a fucking mid-major. So – 
I don't know, man. I fuck, man. Gonzaga I had getting beat by Memphis. Memphis had their fucking asses beat. Um, they did. And uh, and Timmy, Timmy fucking went off. Fucking Jimmy, fucking Chipman, Chitwood. He went the fuck off and uh, from Hoosiers, and they won. But I don't know. Gonzaga to me doesn't have that it factor that they had last year, and I still don't think they have enough athletes. Um, to beat a. I don't know, to beat a couple of these teams that are in here, you know, like a fucking Purdue or a fucking UCLA or a fucking North Carolina, for instance, or even a Duke, um, especially a Villanova. Uh, you know, I don't know if they have the athletes to beat them um, and definitely not in Arizona. See, TCU matched up versus Arizona well, and that's what happens in the tournament, in my opinion, but... Um, I don't know. I wouldn't use a portal ever. So you're asking the wrong person because I would never even use the fucking report, uh, the portal. I would never use it. I did a, uh, I did a symposium this morning for a Division One coach, by the way. Uh, I can't say nothing, but I did a recruiting deal with him. He's actually a recruiting coordinator at a four-year school, and I helped him with some things as far as what we do recruiting. And he was talking about they just had a full-on staff meeting about nothing but the portal. That's all they're recruiting. So that tells you where we are. Like, I, I just got first win that we're just they're just recruiting the portal, and so it's like, dog, we're fucked. JUCOs are fucked. High schools are fucked. I just think that the soft world that we're in is just going to continue to get softer. And JUCO and high schools are going to fucking implode on them. They're going to implode, and you're not going to have the the talent that we once had. So I don't know. That's my opinion. Um, but I appreciate you calling in, dog. All right, thanks, Coach. All right. Uh, Josh, what up? What's up, Boos? Chilling, man, chilling. Hey, we just got done with homework, right? And I got my little, my, my seven-year-old out here we pick picking weeds, you know? That's what I'm talking about. You got to get them out here, you know? That's what I'm get talking about. Hands, get their hands dirty, bro. Get them nails dirty when they're young. So, so, so Lucy, exactly. Lucy can exactly. give them a pedicure and shit later on. Yep, I'll get my other one out here too when she's done. But um, I was gonna save this for the Pat McAfee show, and I thought about it a couple of days ago. But I was like, nah, we gotta call him the JB and say what's up. But uh, I was thinking, so the whole scandal that went down with the Chop House, yeah, with Herb, you know how they build like statues and shit, like how the Eagles did with uh, you know, like Nick Foles, and how they got like other statues outside of stadiums and stuff. Yeah. Do you think the Chop House should build a statue of Urban Meyer in that exact chair with the double pistol and people could take pictures and shit? Like, tell me that wouldn't be a big sales grab. People just come by there and there's a fucking big old statue of Herb on that same fucking stool, just double pistol right there, dog. Man. I don't know, dog. That fucking Urban Meyer shit. I don't know what's going on, man. My thing about this whole new thing is, too, they're just looking for excuses, in my opinion, to uh, just to keep, like, bringing him up. I don't know why. Like, the motherfucker got fired, dog. It is what it is. Now, I, you know, I've, I've dealt with him in recruiting and shit like that. Uh, so we're cordial. But, you know, I've had coaches coach for him. He's just he, – they, they, my buddy said he's just exactly like you, JB. But I don't, I don't know him personally. I don't know if he really loves his kids like I do, the players and shit. I don't know. But he's he's had the best dudes. He's got the best dudes of the league. I mean, he's had those. He's won titles. I don't know. Um, 
I don't know, man. I don't know. He seems like a motherfucker that's kind of just out there right now. If you look at his face, like his face is lately looks like he's just drunk as fuck. Yeah, it's crazy. So I don't know what's up with them. I don't know. Each his own. Everybody's his own thing. Money don't mean everything, obviously. But at the same time, um, I don't. I don't know. Like to me, I don't know what he's done. I mean, you know, if he's cheated on his wife, so be it. We all know he's a cheater. If I, whatever you want to call him, he's a piece of shit on that regard. Uh, yeah. I don't know of any other things he's done as far as being a. Now, I don't know how young that girl was in that bar. Obviously, she's 21, hopefully. But at the same time, that's still... He's got daughters older than her. So, oh, like, yeah. I couldn't imagine myself touching a girl younger than my daughter. Um, mm. But each his own, man. Um, and then, I, I mean, I, I got in here late. Um, but did you already touch on the Deshaun Watson? Nah, I haven't. I didn't really talk about him today since he signed last week. I was talking about Baker, you know, the quarterback signing Mariota and uh, and, uh, and and Atlanta Falcon. You know, Matt going to uh, the Colts. Indy, yeah, yeah. So I talked about that shit, but uh, nah, you know, the whole thing. I don't know what's gonna happen with that thing, man. I know Molly Quorum on ESPN's pissed off. I know all a lot of women are. I, I would be the same way if I had a daughter. You know, I, I don't know, man. In my opinion, like I've always said it. I wouldn't mind him like you just rewarded that motherfucker for we for something that we don't know about. Like we don't know what if it comes out the motherfucker really did do that shit. Twenty two people. Yeah, you just gave him two hundred thirty million dollars that you can't take back. And so, only, and but that's the NFL that though. One, that's the and only NFL. Took away that one million in the first year, so he's gonna get twenty nine three hundred twenty nine million guaranteed. And this is the thing about it though. Um, You you fucking have the NFL. The NFL don't care about any of that shit. I mean, you got the biggest shitbirds in the world playing this motherfucker. Like, look at how Cleveland already has a team full of them. They got a whole roster. The Chiefs' whole roster is full of shitbirds. They've all hit a girl. They've got fucking domestic violence. So, like, when is the fucking when are these people on ESPN gonna realize? Dog, the NFL don't give a fuck, and they don't care what you say. They're going to still sign the motherfucker because they want to win Super Bowl. That's all their job is. So they're not. That's what people don't get. The NFL is not the morale police. Like these motherfuckers aren't here for, you know, you being good humans. Like that's they're not there. That's not what their job is. That and fair and fairly to them, like that's not their job. See, in college, we're trying to coach young boys, turn them into men. We're trying to teach them this and that, the right thing. Da 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 da. NFL man, they're grown folks that make more money than the coach, and all the morale shit and all the fucking good citizen shit is out the door. We don't discuss it no more at that level. It's all about playbooks, opponents. Stay in your ass in shape. Don't go driving drunk 156 miles an hour. Maybe shit like that can be talked about. But if you do this, you're going to lose this. That's why NFL contracts are so tightly wrapped. And and, and that's why guaranteed money is so far and few between in the NFL. There's not a lot of it because of shit like this. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let me get to the next caller. Us, I'll hit you up later. Go. All right, Josh. All right, All right, Josh. Justin, what up? Oh, coach, damn. What up, brother? Bat- battery was about dead. How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? 
I'm all right, man. Good to hear from you finally. We've been talking about a bunch of shit back and forth. Oh, yeah. How you doing? I'm all right. What do you think about lowering the hoop for the WNBA to like nine and a half? Man, I, so me and Shaq, I'm mean, not me and Shaq, we're talking, not personally, but I, I heard Shaq talking about it on TNT with uh, Candace Parker. Candace Parker was like irate about it. Damn, she, I didn't even know. Oh, yeah, they had a full-on discussion about it. Candace Parker thought it was a slap in the women's face. Um, Shaq said, you know, people go to see games for entertainment. Um, Further proving, by the way, the whole discussion about men playing women in competitive sports, right? Oh, I can get back to that in a second if you got a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. we want to get – we want to see action – so yeah. if it's if it's Candace Parker baseline two hand dunking on a bitch, no offense, then let's watch that. And maybe you'll feel- see, maybe, just maybe, Brittany Griner don't have to go to fucking Russia to make a living. Now I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to defend I'm not gonna say she only left for that. She was still making two hundred plus grand. Now that's more yeah. than that's more than uh, you know seventy five percent of America. Right, but can I say something? Quick? Yeah, because what's her face that they just had the little special on ESPN? I can't think of her name, and it pisses me Sue off. Sue Bird. Yes, yes. Yeah. She had to do the same thing. You're talking about athletes that talented have to leave this country yeah. when that, like you said, the WNBA has been around for what, how many 25. years? And it hasn't, yeah, it hasn't died. The money is there. The money is there. No, it's there because you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't still be able to sustain yourself. Right. So right. that's just what it is. Um, but next, next question, I'm going to switch gears quick on you because you always switch gears pretty quick. So I'm a, yeah. Jermaine, when he followed you. Say it again. Jermaine, sorry, my phone hit the whole almost dead button. When he when he followed you, that was okay. When he followed me, what do you mean? I thought you it was Jermaine Johnson, right? When he came with you to your next school. Like when an athlete that talented comes to a school for you. Uh-huh. We're talking the FSU D lineman that's gonna rip it up. Uh-huh. When an athlete that talented follows you, that's okay for them to transfer. And this is not a shot at you. I'm just saying. He, ne- he never followed me. Spe- he didn't follow me anywhere. I think you're confused. Jermaine never followed me anywhere. Oh, my bad, then. I J- Jermaine, I recruited Jermaine out of high school to play for me in junior college initially. he yeah. played. I was the first coach he had. Then that was a misinterpretation. Yeah. So, no, nah, it's all good. I So, I recruited I'm not, Jermaine. I'm not, I'm not sorry because yeah. I felt it. Good. I'm just saying. Good. I, I Jermaine played for me in junior college. I got him a scholarship to University of Georgia. He played two years at Georgia. COVID gave him a fifth year, which he transferred after he graduated from Georgia, and he transferred to play a gradu- graduate fifth year at Florida State. So you kept him on the books, too. Say to what? So you kept him on the books, too. What do you mean? You kept him in the classroom. You didn't just... It, you made that a priority from the first day you met him. And I feel like that's the most underrated thing about the shit I saw on last chance. You was you had coaches going to classrooms, making sure your student, your athletes are sitting in the front row. 
Oh yeah, and I, it wasn't they, just Jermaine, is, bro. I, I don't I don't care about one no. over another. They all graduated. I had the most. I had more kids go Division One and graduate than any school in America. So everyone graduated. Yeah. I, I cared about everyone's yeah, grades. That, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Is you yeah. made their education a priority because if if the paths didn't pay out, right? The, yeah, yeah, definitely. Real, yeah. So they got their a, they I, got their associate degree with me in 18 months, and then they they went on to a four year school. Jermaine. I like to think all my kids that graduated from the four-year level with their bachelor's degree understood how serious I was about them getting their AA degree from me that they knew they had to get their BA in the same manner, which they all have done. So that's why right. I have more than 300 kids have earned four-year degrees after I, they leave I, me. I, yeah. And I feel like that's the, probably the most underappreciated thing that, in my opinion, you've done. I'm sucking with the camera angle. But – I'm the guy that works at a mental health institute, JB. Oh, really? Is that where you're at now? Oh, no. No, geez, man. Damn, I'm in my own house. We ain't got it like this. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I ain't got to use keys to go through doors here. Hell, yeah. I hear that. But um, what you, a lot of the stuff that you say about that stuff, it's it's relative. It's very relative. I mean, we've had engineers at Biospace facilities just have a break yeah it is it's not it's not a i'm gonna break until next season with all due respect right because that's called mental health choose chose you yeah i just wanted to let you know i've seen the real stuff like oh, people I, can't walk oh, so have i they bro. so have i they can't they can't walk in their shoes. They got to take their shoes off to move around. They got to oh, yeah. come back to them. Oh, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't ever say that mental health is not a real thing. I said mental health chooses us. The last time I checked, you just yeah, stated no. you work at a facility and just told me that they it chose them because they snapped and they didn't come back next year. Right, and I agree with you. Yeah, I that's that's mental you, health. Saying, yeah. yeah, that's mental health. I didn't and get to wake up said- and say, "Oh, I think I'm fucked up today." And then tomorrow, I'm Delonte West, and I'm playing in the fucking big three. By the way, he said he had mental health. No, you didn't, motherfucker. You are now playing in the mental. So, so can the guy you're I, talking I, about come back and be normal tomorrow? Yep. Is I'm that- good. I, ju- I just need to ice the back of my neck. I'm back. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, All I appreciate right. you, dog, calling in, brother. Yeah, you too, caller. Coach. Good talking to All you, right, buddy. Justin. Say- later. Stay up. Um. Cameron, TJ played for me too. TJ, Cameron played for me back in the day at Compton. So, um, appreciate you guys um, calling in and chopping it up to each other. Cameron, much love to you. Um, yeah, man, I, you know, Cameron was one of my early young players, played for me back in 07, 08. And, you know, I was pushing kids to get their fucking degree and go to class. This is a real story nobody will tell you and nobody knows, all right? Cameron got me when I became the youngest head coach in junior college history. I was the youngest head coach at the time. I took over a school that had was known for passing student athletes just for fucking playing sports. They didn't even have to go to class. I am a credit of, I am a fucking product of that. I am a product of what I'm telling you. I got my AA degree and I was an academic All-American and I never saw the inside of a fucking class in junior college. Unless you read my book, many of you will never know that story. 
So do you think that I was going to allow Cameron to do the same? That is what's called ignorant. That is ignorance. And to me, I would be setting that young man up for failure. So you know what I did? This is God's honest truth. This is off the this is the real shit. I'm just telling you the real. I had the same hookups in class that I had when I went there. The teachers came to me and said, Coach, here it is. Bubble in their grades. That's a true story, dog. I'm telling you guys the real. So I fucking handled grades. But those kids never knew that I had control of their grades. Why, Cameron? Why didn't you know? Did we not check your classes every day, too? Because <laughs> I had them go to class, and I was making sure they were in class, and I didn't want a teacher to tell them shit, and they had to show up. And I made teachers actually work for their fucking living. They had to earn their living. They had to earn their money. Hey, dog, give these motherfuckers homework. I wanted to make sure my kids knew, even though I knew I was going to pass them, they still didn't need to know it. Because when they go to the four-year school, you know what happened to me? I kept, I stayed in bed every day and had four Fs after the first semester, and I was almost sent home. Because unless you have learned it and were a victim of it, you can never correct and teach the future. So that's the problem. But we got too many motherfuckers nowadays that just keep letting the generational curse just keep going. And they never snap that motherfucker, never break it. Uh, BP, I could tell stories about that type of shit, dog, that would blow your fucking mind. Um, I appreciate everybody coming in on the audio side, man. Much love. Um, uh, JC, that's not the reason at all. I'll tell you the real reason if you want to know. We're about to go to after hours and the after party. I got to let these dogs out. I'm going to end the audio side. I'll be back tomorrow for Talk That Talk Tuesday with a special guest. I would not miss it if I were you. I would spread the word. Let's make the show big. It'll be a nice, funny show. Um, and there'll be somebody you guys might look uh, want to see. So I appreciate you, uh, Spotify, iTunes, Apple. Tune in to YouTube tomorrow for the Slapdick Podcast. Talk That Talk Tuesday as we will be talking that talk. And I will have a special guest. Anyone that knows football or any sport like that, I would not miss this show. And I think anyone that loves just having a good time and funny person, I would join and come see us. Tomorrow, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Come in tomorrow and see this. It'll be worth it. I appreciate you guys. I'll holler at you tomorrow. And uh, be safe. Stay up. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Transform you in the I hate a storm, Hail Marys, I make it poor. Good I ain't lying, you little giants, we been defying. Rice, 